the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I say it constantly, I'll say it again. World view impacts everything you see, you hear, you read. You will interpret everything around you through your particular worldview. That's why it is so important that you have a biblical worldview, and that's why I spend so much time on this program talking about worldview. Welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Here's my telephone number, 877-262-5483. I mentioned it yesterday. We are surrounded, and I mean, we are immersed, we are inundated, we are awash with gay pride. You can't go anywhere. I went into the pet store yesterday, gay pride. I went into a grocery store yesterday, and over the PA system, they're saying, we are so grateful that we can support the LGBTQIA community. They have done so much in our community. You can't go anywhere without seeing gay pride, LGBTQIA+, and so on. And I pointed out yesterday that the plus on the end of that, LGBTQIA+, is a graphic illustration of the confusion and the chaos of the entire movement. I read you a story yesterday from a major news source. I think it was 15 pages long from Yahoo News. And the gist of all 15 pages is, None of us really know who we are, what we are. We don't know whether we're gay, bisexual, transgender. We we don't know. We don't understand. And we might be one way today and another today. And that's why we put the plus on the end. Because none of us really know for sure who we are, what we are. And so we're just, we're just trying to find ourselves and be true to our real identity. Well, what is your real identity? Well, we're not really sure. I think I'm gay, but I could be bisexual, but I'm not sure. I I don't know. Maybe I'll become trans. It is absolute confusion because biblical principles have been forgotten, abandoned, rejected. But how did we get here? How did we get to the place where the overwhelming majority of our culture and our society except the absolute abnormal as normal. Folks, listen, 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 listen. Whether you want to admit it or not, we're in the minority. If you're a Bible-believing Christian, you, my friend, 
are in the minority, and the size of the minority is getting smaller all the time. Why? How did we get here? Well, I want to take... Pardon me. I want to take just a few minutes to share a biblical approach. All right? If you have a biblical worldview, if, and again, the number of people who have truly biblical worldview is getting to be a smaller and smaller and smaller part of the population. Used to be the overwhelming majority. And a biblical worldview begins with the fall of man and the acknowledgement that man is inherently evil. We have a fallen nature. It is easier for us to do wrong than to do right. And we are in desperate need of redemption, salvation, and forgiveness. That is a biblical worldview. Another thing that comes out of that biblical worldview is that we must constantly fight, and I mean fight, against our nature. The Bible calls the flesh. We must fight against our nature. Now, if you go back 200 years, everyone believed that. Everyone acknowledged that. We have to fight to be good. And that's why virtue was taught in our schools. Children were taught in public schools, you must strive for virtue and honesty. You must reject your lesser nature, sometimes it was called. You must reject that. You must, you must fight against it. You must fight against yourself. You, you cannot give in to your lesser nature, as it was often called. You can't do that. You can't give in. And you fight against it. Even the secular world understood that. And the Christian world, especially because we who understand at least some of the Bible, understand that we have a wicked monster inside of us called the flesh. I don't care how spiritually mature you are, you still have the flesh. That's why Paul, and I mention this often, forgive the repetition, but it is so important. That's why Paul, probably the most spiritually mature human being that ever walked this planet, in Romans chapter 7 says, in me that is in my flesh dwells no good thing. And a few verses after that, he says, oh, wretched man that I am. That's why John Newton, so many years ago, read Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, that saved a wretch like me. It was just understood. We were wretches. We were humans. And we understood that we had to fight against our flesh and our nature. Now, how did we get to where we are today with the whole pride thing? We flipped that completely. You don't fight against your flesh. You embrace it. You don't fight the 
desires in your heart, whether they're good or bad, you just give in to them because that's the true you. That's your real self. You surrender to your flesh. And not only do you surrender to your flesh, you become proud of your flesh. Folks, listen. Every one of us fights against our flesh every single day. Women fight against their flesh. Men fight against their flesh. We are tempted continually to give in to our flesh. Every woman is tempted. Every man is tempted. And it's a fight until we die. Now, if we really understand the cross, we understand that the power of sin has been broken and we have the Spirit of Christ dwelling in us, and therefore that is the way we have victory over the flesh, is through the cross, it simply means you and I who follow Jesus and understand the Bible, we have a deeper understanding of the battle against the flesh and how to ultimately have victory. But my point is, there was a time when all people, Christian, non-Christian, Liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, understood you don't dare give in to all of those impulses within you. If you do, we'd all be robbing banks. If we gave in to every impulse with gas prices what they are, we would all be going to the gas station, filling up and peeling out of there without paying. That is the imp- I don't want to pay. All of us have impulses that we have to fight. But our current culture says, don't fight. Give in. If you think you're attracted to the same sex, give in. If you think that you're attracted to another person, give in. That is how we have gotten to where we are. We are now celebrating what we all used to condemn. Our whole culture used to condemn what we today are embracing and celebrating. When we come back, I've got Scripture. I don't want to just give you my opinion. I want to give you Scripture when we return. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Hang in there. Let's, uh, Let's have a little Bible study when we come back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Very quickly, I want to go to the phones because this is Friday, but I promised you I'd give you some scripture. So uh, Erica and Fred, hang tight. I'll be with you really, really quickly. 
Uh, I referred to Romans chapter 7, where Paul says, In me, in my flesh, dwells no good thing. Romans 8, 8. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Galatians five nineteen. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Galatians five sixteen. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Romans 8, 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. Romans six sixteen. Know ye not? that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey. Romans 8, 13, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. And I've got several others as well. Here's the point. We are warned that we have within us the flesh that tempts us to pull us away from the principles that God has established. And today, our culture, our society has flipped and said, don't fight your impulses. Don't fight your feelings. Give in to them. Give in to them. If a little child feels this way, let the child give in to those things. And we're reaping the horrible consequences of that worldly philosophy. All right. I've got much more I could say, but I'm going to go back to the phones. And uh, first up is Erica in Galloway, Ohio. Erica, welcome, and thank you for calling. Well, thanks so much, Bob. I appreciate all you've done, I would say, over the decades. Well, thank you. you. I I periodically tune in. And uh, I was at my dad's house, and I didn't have Internet, and I was watching. I love true crime TV, and I kept seeing these promotions for dressing up little boys like girls like yeah it's very it's disturbing to me because i've given birth to seven boys and two girls wow. and uh you know i i wear pants all the time because pants are comfortable it doesn't mean i'm trying to be a man but i'm just really it's it's so wrong and i i'm shocked because I graduated from high school in 1990, and I, I'm shocked to see what I'm seeing on television these days. Can you help me with this? Well, children are being groomed. They are. Yeah. And, and it goes I, back to the point that, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so incredibly hypocritical. Uh, children would rather eat candy for breakfast than bacon and eggs. <laughs> I know that. But, but we do not... Uh, uh, encourage children to give in to that impulse. Ice cream, you know, three meals a day. Ice cream, three meals a day. That is an impulse. And we say, no, 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 that's not good for you. But when it comes to sexuality, Erica, which is more important than ice cream and candy for breakfast, our culture says, let the child make their own choice. Give into their impulse. No, 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 no. We need to teach children. You may want ice cream three times a day, but that's not good for you. Fight the impulse. You may want candy for breakfast, but don't give into the impulse. It's not good for you. And same-sex attraction or thinking that you're a boy instead of a girl or girl instead of a boy is an unhealthy impulse. And we simply teach our children that's not good. Here is what is good for you. 
But when it comes to the most important things in life, our culture is betraying our children and abusing our children. They are. I said, I said to my husband, this is child abuse. It is. Allowing children to go to this transgender drug. Sure it is. And they're underage. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. If, well, if, if a parent was turned into children's services for giving nothing but candy for breakfast every day of the week, children's yeah. services, pardon me, would remove yeah. that child and the parents would be accused of child abuse. What well, they're doing with these drag shows and transgenderism oh is worse. It is worse for the health and the well-being of the child physically, emotionally, and of course, spiritually. I, I can't I can't imagine this. I want to tell you, you know, something very frankly. Um a couple of boys, I had seven boys, a couple of them, you know, like tried on a skirt when they were younger and I and wigs and I didn't encourage it. I said, you know, you're a boy, you shouldn't really want to dress yeah. like a girl. It's just normal for boys to experiment. But of course. To it, of course. It, it, is, it is normal to experiment throughout our entire life. That doesn't mean what we experiment is good. And if you really love someone, you will guide yeah, and direct them through it. You will help them through it. No, that's not right. Maybe you just need to, you know, go play a game or something. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's it's just... I, I, I'm, I'm really appalled. Like I'm probably a lot younger than you. Cause I think you graduated from Bob Jones university in 1971. I was born in 1972. Actually so it was 1970, but don't tell anybody. Oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. Okay. So <laughs> I, was born in 19, I was born in 1972 and I consider myself kind of, you know, a little bit more laid back than my parents who ironically were more liberal than I am. <laughs> Well, obviously, Erica, you're nothing but an old fuddy-duddy. I I am. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. Erica, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right, and to Fred in Dublin, I'll come to you right after this break. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 